from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It is Thursday. It is March 12th, and we are ready to go. we got a great show in store for you today. Deacon Randy Keel coming up here soon. Either give us uh, a little Lexio Divina, sacred reading, or a sacred look over the first and or second reading for Sunday Mass. On, at 7.15, Alan Smith is going to be on. Al Smith is the editor of Lord Teach Us to Pray. Uh, this is a book written by Fulton Sheen. So uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen wrote this book. The editor of it is on here uh, from Sophia Press. We'll have Al coming up at 7.15 today. At 7.25, Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now, going to preview their 9 o'clock show. No maroon moment this morning. At 7.45, Leanne Tiemann is going to be on. She's a nationally acclaimed professional speaker, author, uh, and uh, a nurse as well. Uh, she is uh, is the author of the book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Seeing God's Action in Our Lives. So we're going to talk about these true stories that she collected uh, of how God has worked some miraculous things in many people's lives. I love a good miracle story. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sell. Well, we will have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's get to it. I'm outside of the Mercy One studio last e- a day in Buffalo as I will be headed out here just about two hours after the show coming back to Des Moines. Uh, all right. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, Be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Ready to take off from uh, Buffalo, New York and head back to Des Moines. Well, that sounds like a plan. Coming back. That sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. So, uh... Any takeaways from your, your visit there thus far than uh, pretty good participation for, what, four parishes that kind of blended together for this parish mission? Yeah, yeah, four different parishes. So it was great. Great turnout each night. I think last night was probably the biggest of them all, but uh, it was good. Had a lot of fun meeting some great people, great priests, too. Oh, that's tremendous. Now, you're going to come back tomorrow just in time for the local fish fries here in central Iowa. Isn't that amazing? Yes, indeed. That is very true. I don't know what our plan is yet uh, or which one we're going to attend. But, yes, those are those are a big deal. Of course you don't know because you have to run that by your wife, and she has it all planned. You just don't know it yet. That's true. That could be very true. I, I thought of you last week. I went to the fish fry there in Silvis, Illinois, and... Uh, you know, I, I, I wanted the fried catfish, um, but I, I held back and said I had the baked cod. And Father said, put an extra piece of cod on there for him. And they gave me three huge pieces of cod. I, I didn't have to eat anything else besides that, and I was full for a week. Um, but, yeah, they, they did it well there in um, just outside of Moline. So they had a little salad bar as well. I thought that was kind of neat. 
I see. I know when they say uh, tilapia, cod, or uh, uh, the, the fried catfish, I say yes, and then they, they yeah, kind of know yeah. that's one of each is, will work. That's so, about the way it yes. works. So I don't know what we're doing tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, but you, now do you know which one you're going to be headed to? Well, last week I said I was going to go to the Basilica, and I didn't because Holy Trinity had uh, a, a week. They had, they had back-to-back weeks, so I know they don't have one this week at Holy Trinity, so Basilica might be ranking up the top. We'll have to, yeah, again, I have to... I have to go through uh, my wife and decide uh, where we're mm-hmm. going to go. So um, i got to defer to her, and I, as you will, once you land here in Des Moines. Well, have an extra piece of fish for me. I will do that, sir. I will do that. All right. Well, let's get right to it. You're not going to have too bad of a day to fly in. It's going to be nice and warm, and uh, hopefully it'll maintain that for at least a little bit throughout the day, although temperatures will be dropping later from the WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwell. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have cloudy skies. There's some light rain in the area that have moved in from western Iowa. 50 degrees right now, south wind at 13 miles per hour. Today we'll have cloudy skies, windy conditions, and we could see some shower in the area, high of 59 degrees. Winds will start out of the southwest, and then they'll switch to the northwest at 20 to 30 miles per hour, and that means temperatures will be falling after reaching a high of 59 degrees around the noon hour. Tonight, mostly clear, dropping all the way down to 30 degrees. Winds will continue out of the northwest overnight, 20 to 30 miles per hour. And then tomorrow on your Friday, partly cloudy, a high of 50 degrees. Saturday, cloudy, rain-snow mix moving in in the morning, a high of 40 degrees, so much colder on Saturday. Sunday, partly cloudy, with a high of 43 degrees. Well, in the news, on this Thursday morning, all three state of Iowa universities now plan to finish the spring semester with online classes in response to concerns about the coronavirus. The Iowa Board of Regents asked the University of Northern Iowa, Iowa State University, and the University of Iowa to be prepared to move to online courses and set a deadline of today for them to respond. Now, all three state schools have just announced their plans to move to online classes beginning on Monday, March 23rd. That is after spring break, and we'll continue with online classes at least through Friday, April 3rd. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And yesterday afternoon, a game you heard right here on, the, on Iowa Catholic Radio, Boys State Basketball Tournament first round in the big schools, Class 4A, and it was Dowling ending their season yesterday as Cedar Falls defeated the Maroons 64-62 in the first round of the Boys State Basketball Tournament. And we have a highlight clip from yesterday afternoon's game at Wells Fargo Arena. Mark, my computer blanked out. We don't have that clip right now. I'm so sorry. That's all right, Tony. We'll just move right on. As uh, Again, Cedar Falls down Dowling 64-62. The Maroons conclude their season with a record of 16-8. and Dowling was led by Drew Daniel with 15 points. Matt Riedel off the bench with 14 points. And Matt Stillwell, Ryan Riggs, 12 points each. As Cedar Falls moves into the semifinals uh, later on today. Yesterday morning, the game before uh, the Dowling game, Ankeny upset uh, Iowa City West 68-54. They'll move to the semifinals tonight. So at 6.30 tonight at Wells Fargo Arena, the first four semifinal has Ankeny Centennial, the number one seed, taking on Waukee, and the 8-15 game has Ankeny taking on Cedar Falls. Uh, high school's basketball semifinals continue this afternoon with an area, two area teams doing battle in Class 3A. It's Norwalk, the number one seed, taking on number five seed Ballard out of Huxley, and they'll tip off at 2 o'clock in the 3A semifinal at Wells Fargo Arena. Last night, men's college basketball tournament in the Big 12 uh, down in Kansas City at the at the Sprint Center, it was Oklahoma State ending Iowa State season as the Cowboys defeated Iowa State 72-71. to 
71. Iowa State closes out its season with a record of 12 and 20. And last night, NBA G League basketball, they played their final game because the NBA and the G League have now shut down due to the coronavirus, and the Iowa Wolves get a win on the road at Rio Van Grant. Rio Grande Valley by the score of 128 to 126. Last night, AHL hockey, battle of the top three teams in the league, and it was Grand Rapids defeating the Iowa Wild 4-1 to out in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Today, uh, the Big Ten men's basketball tournament will continue, but there'll be uh, no fans allowed in the game except for uh, uh, fans of the uh, players and coaches. And we Minnesota taking on the Iowa Hawkeyes this afternoon in the second round of the Big Ten tournament going on in Indianapolis, Indiana. They'll tip off at 1.30, and it'll be televised on the Big Ten Network. Today, there's no Dowling Catholic varsity sports or activities as, as uh, Dowling gets ready for spring break. Uh, currently from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have cloudy skies, some light rain in the area, 50 degrees with a south wind at 13 miles per hour. And today, we'll have cloudy skies throughout the day, very windy, and showers in the area at times today. Today's high, 59 degrees, and temperatures will begin to fall uh, sometime this afternoon. The winds will start out of the southwest and switch to the northwest at 20 to 30 miles per hour. Uh, during the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather and Sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Going to start things off accident-free this morning, making that drive in from the West Mixer to downtown seven minutes, seven minutes from the East Mixer to downtown on 235. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Randy Keel right now. Good morning, Deacon. We might be just getting them on here in a second. We'll uh, we'll see in a second. I'll g- give you a tease for what we got coming up at seven fifteen. Al Smith and a book that I read a while ago called "Lord Teach Us to Pray." This was a book that was written by Archbishop Fulton Sheen, and uh, we're going to talk about they they put these kind of collected works back together of Sheen's writings and um, on on prayer specifically. And uh, some of these are just gold, gold standard stuff. So Alan Smith will be coming up at seven fifteen today. I think we might have Deacon Randy on right now. Good morning, Deacon. I am. Good morning. I'm right here. Can you hear me, John? I can hear you now. Let's do Perfect. it. Uh, we're going to go Exodus this morning. We're going to go Romans. I'm going to tie both together. Let's do it for this Sunday. Second reading. That's right. What I have to be careful is that you know this everything ties so beautifully together to the gospel also for this Sunday. But I'll hold back on that. But a couple themes I want to pull out from Exodus and from Romans that tie in beautifully together that just jazzed me when I was studying into this. You know, the first line of the Exodus reading says, in those days, they're in the wilderness, the Israelites are in the wilderness, in those days, in their thirst for water. What an incredibly beautiful metaphor, which ties into our gospel for the woman at the well. But in their thirst for water, they grumbled against Moses, 
saying, what did you ever do by bringing us out here into this desert land, bringing us out here to thirst and to die? Why did you ever make us leave Egypt? I want to label, I want to bring Moses out right now. He was one of the great scapegoats of the Old Testament. We hold him up, we understand him, but man, were they mad at him for a while. What did you ever do this for? Isn't that so much like us today in our humanity? We have to kind of Mm-hmm. Please pray, Lord, forgive us for our grumblings. So many times we, we count the blessings of God, but then we grumble at sometimes the sufferings that comes with life and also with the refinement that God brings us. But we tie in, <clears throat> we tie in here Exodus with Romans, and the thirst that is represented in Exodus is metaphorically represented in Romans when he said, and hope does not disappoint us because the love of God has been poured into our hearts. The true Greek word for the word poured is to satisfy thirst. So the pouring of the Holy Spirit into our hearts, Jesus pouring himself as a drink offering, pouring into our hearts, is so that we may have eternal life with him. That is all that God the Father wants from us. He wants us to join us in eternal life with him. Have you ever, ever been so wanted by any being in your life as when you realize God wants me to be with him eternally because of how much he loves me? That is. Yeah. Once again, that's the pattern of the gospel over and over and over and over again. God just running after us. Yeah. It's such a beautiful correlation, and yet humanly, I just think, and I, I pray a blessing for all of us today in any way that we may have a suffering and a sense inside that I don't feel wanted in life, I'm not of value to life. Here's an anchor for us, folks. Here's an anchor right here in the book of Romans that Jesus poured himself as a drink offering, a libation, a true pure, the purest form of drink that we could have into the very hearts of who we are. And it's from that pouring into us that our soul says, Yes, I believe. That's the response to having faith in Jesus Christ, to believing in Jesus Christ. That's literally the word believe, pistuo. I pour back my whole life back into him as a drink offering back into the soul of Christ. That's why in the prayer of the Anima Christi we could say, and Lord, I pray for my libation to be fulfilled within you. So we, we just value so much. And then folks, listen. As we get to the gospel for this Sunday, bam, what a punch it is when the woman at the well says, oh, you ask for a drink, you don't even have a bucket, sir. He says, oh, I offer you a drink offering that's so much deeper than what you have right here. Mine will give you eternal life. And that's what he's setting us up Mm -hmm. for for this Sunday. There you have it, friends. That's Sunday's first and second reading in preparation, folks, uh, as we have Deacon uh, Randy Keel on to do that with us every Thursday morning. Thank you, Deacon. Have a great rest have of the week. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Al Smith coming up right after this, the editor of Lord Teach Us to Pray. This was published by Sophia Press. Al is a writer and popular radio host in Canada, producing shows featuring Archbishop Fulton Sheen's recordings on Radio Maria in Canada and many other stations. And he's had a a deep love for Archbishop Sheen. We're going to talk about Lord Teach Us to Pray, different 
prayers and also uh, different teachings on prayer that have been compiled into this by Archbishop Fulton Sheen right after this. If you're a Sheen fan, you're a fan of the show. Here we go. Al Smith coming up. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And a big thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. One of the things that I love most about people who support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio is they love their Iowa Catholic Radio. Yes, and they love their Catholic faith. They love being on Iowa Catholic Radio because they've been listeners for a long time and they understand something, that Iowa Catholic Radio changes lives and they get to be a part of it. The Pew family, they're no different. Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design, listeners for a long time, serving families all across central Iowa for a long time as well with outdoor landscape and design. 493-1060. Boy, it's getting beautiful out there, isn't it? 493-1060. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Hi, this is Father Larry Richards of EWTN Open Line Thursday, and we just want to encourage you to help us. We really need you to bring people to Jesus Christ. Think about it. What have we done to bring people to Christ? We need you and we need your help because Jesus tells you, go and make disciples of all nations. You can do that by helping us. God bless you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me, friends, here on this Thursday, March 12th. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Let's go to our next guest. He is the editor of Lord Teach Us to Pray, published by Sophia Institute Press. Al Smith joins me. Hi, Al. Hey, John. Thanks for having me on the show. 
Well, thanks for coming on. This is a unique book, my friend, because you have put together uh, really most of Fulton Sheen's, through his storied career, my goodness, most of Fulton Sheen's uh, talks and teachings on prayer, one volume now, which is just incredible. Yes, and you know, Fulton Sheen was, uh, um, I guess, a master at giving out bite-sized pieces of information, and uh, he made these little prayer books, offered them to the listeners of the Catholic Hour. He'd say, you know, if you're interested in my prayer book on the Holy Hour, just write to the station, and he sent them out in the hundreds of thousands of copies. So uh, these little prayer books are all over the place, and uh, they're easy to gather up, and I put them all into one uh, larger volume, which is this book, Lord, Teach Us to Pray. When did you start cultivating a devotion to uh, to Archbishop Fulton Sheen? Uh, it was in 2009. Uh, it was a God incident. Um, my wife and I were dropping our daughter off to a small Catholic college, and she was, uh, my good wife, was rummaging through the library, and they were offering a number of free books, kind of old, tattered copies, to make room for new editions. And she picked up Fulton Sheen's book, Peace of Soul, a 1949 classic, and we read that book together, and the very first line in that book is, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. And when I read that, Sheen had me hooked. <laughs> Who who's talks about saving souls anymore? And uh, it was the language I was looking for, and uh, from that moment I started to just read his books, and I think within the first year I had read about 20 copies or 20 volumes, and I uh, just started to really love his writings on the cross, especially, and on prayer. And so it was that God incident back in 2009 that put me on this path to share Sheen with the whole world. So uh, God is good. He was famous He was famous for his daily holy hour. That was something that he just wouldn't miss. Uh, it was something that was a non-negotiable for him. In fact, I believe that's where he died, was in his adoration chapel. Um, but uh, tell me a little bit more about his personal prayer life and, and how maybe we might be able to imitate that. Yes. I mean, Fulton Sheen, uh, 62 years, he never missed a holy hour. And he told people that. And he challenged people to say, you're going to have to make an effort. And I think this is important. If we're going to develop a holy habit of prayer, we need to practice and at least try in little amounts. And Fulton Sheen's personal prayer life was one of Eucharistic adoration. He made sure that he got his holy hour in, and I'm sure he spent a few hours uh, with the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. But uh, uh, what I call a back-to-basics approach, he prayed his rosary, he encouraged the daily recitation of the Stations of the Cross. Uh, daily Mass was something that he uh, was always uh, encouraging his listeners to participate in, especially during the season of Lent. And so it is that beautiful back-to-basics, read your Bible, go to Mass, Pray your rosary. Uh, sometimes, you know, the answer is simple, but we have to be just told that. But he lived that um, that life of prayer, and uh, you knew he had a peace of soul in him, and he was like a man of joy, and he wanted to share it. And he said, you can find it, but you have to start with prayer. I like how you say that. This is back to the basics. Uh, this is, you know, the approach that the saints took is just to plug into the church and to plug into the church's teachings and the church's prayer. Uh, of course, with the, the Holy Mass, the most important prayer in the life of the church, but also many of these different devotions that the church has, has helped to raise and, and given to us over the years, many of which coming from great saints. And Archbishop Fulton Sheen was 
was no different. Um, he wasn't a perfect man. Uh, we hear he had a temper. Uh, he wasn't great administratively at times. Um, I, I, for one, I'll tell you, am a, kind of, uh, I, I like hearing those stories because, you know, then I, I look to myself and I say, okay, there's hope for me. But, but yet he still prayed. He still made that holy hour every day. He still had that relationship with the Lord. And now he's on his way to becoming a saint. I think that's a testament for all of us. You don't have to be perfect here in this. God desires for us to be. But but even in our struggles, God is willing and ready to sanctify us. Mm-hmm. And the saints, when you read the lives of the saints, they all were broken souls to some mm-hmm. degree. And they admitted their imperfections, and yet uh, they knew that God loved them and was not going to abandon them. And uh, that was their great testimony to give us. Never give up hope. Just keep working with what you have, and God will, you know, uh, make up for what you lack. And um, I think Fulton Sheen exemplified that beautifully. Is this a book that you can read and kind of take to prayer, maybe a little Lexio Divina, sacred reading, into your holy hour? Absolutely. Um, the six chapters of this book lend itself beautifully to short meditations. Uh, you could bring it in with you to the holy hour, read a few words of encouragement, uh, maybe some thoughts on spiritual battle, uh, always uh, great uh, words about encouraging a relationship with the Blessed Virgin Mary, and Fulton Sheen had a great love for the Blessed Virgin. And uh, again, bite-sized pieces, he meets you where you're at. A lot of us only seem to pray for five minutes here, five minutes there, but this book is perfect for that type of person who just wants to open up, read a few things, close the book, and then meditate. Uh, if you're going to learn, friends, about the holy sacrifice of the Mass, you're going to learn about how to bring peace to your soul and grow more receptive to God's grace through this book and also discover how to really make your holy hours more efficacious and uh, and master a, a variety of other techniques that Bishop Sheen employed in his own fruitful quest for holiness. Lord, teach us to pray. An anthology, Archbishop Fulton Sheen, uh, edited here by my friend Al Smith. Al, thank you for coming on, man. Where can you get the book? Uh, the book can be found at the Sophia Institute Press website, simply sophiainstitute.com, and it's found wherever fine books are sold also. You can go to Divine Treasures, friends. If they don't have it there, they will certainly order it for you. Al Smith, thanks for coming on, brother. Oh, you're welcome, John. God love you. All right. Again, that's sophiainstitute.com. Uh, you can just type in the book, Lord, Teach Us to Pray. It'll pop right up there. All right. Coming up, uh, we are going to have Leanne Tiemann. She is a nationally acclaimed professional speaker and author, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Seeing God's Action in Our Everyday Lives. She's got many different stories here, and we're going to convey some of those on the show coming up soon. I believe we have Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now. Hi, Julie. Good morning, John. Good morning to you. What do we got coming up on your show, Catholic oh, Women Now? Oh my gosh, I'm kind of excited. I'm really excited about this one. Um, it's Brother Andrew Corrienti. He's a Capuchin brother, and he won the ABC Television's Great American Baking Show, the Holiday Edition, last December for his nice. uh, baking skills. So he's going to join us today and talk a little bit about being on the show. How this is all part of the new evangelization for him to be, you know, a witness as a, a seminarian on this national show. And how what he learned, how, the response of people to his uh, his being a, a priest or a seminarian, and uh, and how he brings baking and his uh, priestly vocation together. Yeah, maybe he'll show a, rep- a recipe or two. 
Well, he, I hope he sent, gives us some baking tips, John. You know, yeah. I could always use those. So, yeah, there you it'd go. be great. Leanne T., uh, thank you very much. Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now. That show is at 9 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the evening, uh, with Chris Magruder as well. Talk to you soon, Julie. All right, John. Thanks. All right, Leanne Tiemann coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Thursday, March 12th. And a big thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show, Residential Re-Roofs, for 30-plus years now. A man who knows that above business, though, is faith. A man committed to running his business with Christian values. Yes, yes, in the cold, in the warm, in the spring, in the fall, no matter when, all throughout the year. 963-4494, roofingankeny.com, serving all of central Iowa, roofingankeny.com. To Luke, Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dined in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried And from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing, who might wish to go from our side to yours, or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, O no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus tells this parable as a reminder to the Pharisees that there is life after death. Then he challenges their thought that adversity is a punishment for sin. It also illustrates the reality of heaven and hell and the impossibility of movement from one to the other. Notice that Jesus doesn't condemn the wealth of the rich man. He's critical of the man's attitude, which enabled the wealth to blind him to Lazarus's plight. Hence, it's another reminder that the sin comes not from outside the person, but from the heart. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. When it comes to your home, Golden Rule puts your mind at ease with the Gold Club. Two high-performance system checks, a plumbing inspection, no trip charges, and you get to jump ahead in line. Don't get stuck freezing this winter when your furnace won't work. Golden Rule will make it to every Gold Club member's home. Home is where your heart is. Protect it with Golden Rule's Gold Club membership. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard, and we prove it. Online at goldenrulephc.com. 
Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. Thursday, March 12th, outside of the Mercy One studio here in Buffalo, New York. Going to be flying home today in just about a couple hours. Thanks for your prayers. A great parish mission here. Just wonderful people, wonderful priests. It was just a fun, fun time. So, again, thank you. Uh, coming up, Leanne Tiemann is going to be on. She's a nationally acclaimed professional speaker and author, a nurse who accidentally caught up in the Vietnam orphan airlift in 1975. She's gotten books on it, and uh, she wrote a new book called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Seeing God's Action in Our Lives, Different Stories of God's Action in People's Lives. This looks like a good one, so we'll have uh, we'll have that for you coming up at about 7.45 today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. We'll have your Saint of the Day coming up as well let's get to it deacon tony valdez let's offer our day to almighty god god our father we offer you our day we offer you all our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of jesus holy spirit be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love mary mother of jesus and the church pray for us amen amen let's go to mark amadeo with your news and sports news and sports with mark amadeo Hello, good sir. Well, good morning, John. Uh, I say you're going to say so long from Buffalo today, huh? Flying out and heading back to Central Iowa. Oh, for about forty-eight hours, and going to be headed to Arizona. Oh, how nice! How nice! Mm-hmm. Now, are you keeping all your time zones uh, uh, straight because we just, uh, you know, set our clocks ahead one hour here in Central Iowa. I don't know what they did out where you're at. I'm guessing they did the same. But Arizona's a little bit different. That'll be unique next week. They don't change their I'm, time zone, I don't believe. I've been setting my clock ahead or behind for the last 10 years every other week. So uh, it, it's just the, kind of the way I roll. <laughs> Daylight savings, I can honestly say, has absolute no effect in my life. Uh, but I'll be going east coast to west coast time in a matter of a few days. So that's just kind of my life. That's the territory there. So all those folks that want laws changed, too, so we don't have to move our clocks uh, every fall and every spring, uh, the heck with that. You're saying, no problem. I do it every day yeah, or every we got week. some other battles to fight on that. I, I, if I can do it, any of you can. <laughs> That's right. That's what I want to hear. I agree. I love having light, more light in the, in, in the evening than uh, uh, in the morning. So I, I'm with you there, my there friend. There you go. All right. Well, well, let's get right to it. I know you got a busy show this morning on this uh, Thursday morning, and we got some decent weather today. we got some clouds and rain moving through, but uh, uh, pretty mild for this time of year. Right now from the WHO-TV, Channel 13 Weather Desk Meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. Uh, we have uh, cloudy skies. There's some light rain in the area. 50 degrees right now is our temperature. Very mild conditions for this time of year. South winds at 13 miles per hour. And today, cloudy skies will give way to showers in the area throughout the day. It'll be windy, a high of 59 degrees before the temperatures begin to fall later on this afternoon. The winds will start out of the southwest and switch to the northwest at 20 to 30 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight low of 30 degrees. 
And then uh, tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry, high of 50 degrees for your Friday. Saturday, cloudy and a rain-snow mix possible here in central Iowa, a high of 40 degrees. And on Sunday, partly cloudy and dry, high of 43 degrees. Well, in the news, on this Thursday morning, all three state of Iowa universities now plan to finish the spring semester with online classes in response to concerns about the coronavirus. Now, the University of Iowa Board of Reason, the Iowa Board of Regents asked the University of Northern Iowa, Iowa State University, University and the University of Iowa to be prepared to move to online courses and set a deadline of today for them to respond. All three state schools have just announced their plans to move uh, to uh, uh, online classes beginning on Monday, March 23rd, after spring break, and will continue with online courses at least through Friday. August 3rd. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print and High School Basketball, the Boys State Basketball Tournament yesterday, the game you heard right here on Iowa Catholic Radio yesterday afternoon. It was Cedar Falls uh, defeating Dowling Catholic 64-62. The Maroons close out their season with a record of 16-8, and and we have a highlight clip from yesterday afternoon's game at Wells Fargo Arena. Dumps it inside, Riedel down the lane, the layup is good, the basket will count, and a foul on Campbell of Cedar Falls. How about Matt Riedel stepping it up some? That was Dowling's uh, Matt Riedel off the bench uh, with uh, 14 points yesterday, leading the Maroons as uh, Drew Daniel was the leading scorer with 15 points as uh, Dowling closes out its season with the record of 16-8 to a loss to Cedar Falls. Now, Cedar Falls will move on to the semifinals. They'll take on Ankeny tonight at 8-15 and one for a semifinal. The first one gets underway at 6-30 as Ankeny Centennial takes on Waukee. High school uh, basketball semifinals at the state tournament be- Continue today in Class 3A, and two teams from the Des Moines area meet. It's Norwalk taking on Ballard of Huxley. Those two teams will meet in the semifinals in Class 3A beginning at 2 o'clock this afternoon at Wells Fargo Arena. Last night, men's college basketball in the Big 12 down in Kansas City. Oklahoma State uh, closed out Iowa State season with a 72-71 victory over the Cyclones. Cyclones end their season with a record of 12-20. and Last night, NBA G League basketball, they've played their final game as the, their league has now been suspended like the NBA due to the coronavirus, and the Iowa Wolves get the win on the road at Rio Grande Valley. Uh, They defeated the Vipers by the score of 128-126 down in Brownsville, Texas. Last night, AHL hockey, a battle of top three teams in the league, and it was third place Grand Rapids defeating second place the Iowa Wild, 4-1 to out in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Today in the Big Ten, the Big Ten men's basketball tournament continues, and in Minnesota, we'll take on the Iowa Hawkeyes this afternoon. They'll tip off at 1.30, and that'll be televised on the Big Ten network from Indianapolis, Indiana. Today, there's no Dallin Catholic varsity sports or activity scheduled due to spring break. Currently, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We have cloudy skies, some light rain, 50 degrees, south winds at 13 miles per hour. And today here in central Iowa, we'll see cloudy skies, windy, with showers in the area, a high of 59 degrees. Winds will start out out of the southwest and switching around to the northwest at 20 to 30 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. 
Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We do have an issue. East University headed westbound at I-235. There is a truck stuck under the railroad uh, overpass there. So that's going to create some problems for you in that area, making your uh, drive on 235. Not a bad one from the West Mixer to downtown. Only at eight minutes, eight minutes from the East Mixer to downtown on 235. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. You know, the greatest battles are often with our inability to recognize Jesus and those we consider our enemies. Blessed Angela Salawa today was born in a town near Krakow, Poland in the late 1800s. Very early in adulthood, she gathered young domestic workers and maids and began teaching them in both practical knowledge and the faith. When World War I broke out, Angela began to nurse and care for wounded soldiers, but also prisoners of war, regardless of national origin or religion. In 1918, Angela's health deteriorated. She wrote, Lord, I live by your will. I shall die when you desire. Save me because you can. She went to her reward in 1922. Pope St. John Paul II beatified her in Krakow in 1991, remarking that she showed extraordinary responsiveness to the action of the Holy Spirit. We ask today, Blessed Angela Salawa, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day. A deacon right here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning, makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. 224-1776. That is 515-224-1776. Drew and Davis are in for your Maroon Moment. The Maroon Moment on Iowa Catholic Radio is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, where they obey the rules to live by online at goldenrulephc.com. What's up, guys? How we doing, John? I'm doing just fine this morning, guys. All right, let's have it. I don't have anything in front of me, so you guys take it from here. All right, so the Dowling Band had a busy weekend at the 2020 Bluffs Jazz Festival at Abraham Lincoln High School in uh, Council Bluffs. They, jazz finished second place in uh, 4A and many outstanding sol- uh, soloists, and the Jazz Ensemble actually finished first and. uh they had a lot of outstanding soloists too on that team. Okay, sounds good. And uh, Dowling Hockey ended their season on Thursday with a second place finish in the high school league tournament. And we'd like to thank the group of fans and uh, all the support that they've got this season. Sounds good. Anything else? And academic decathlon ended up finishing second at the state competition this weekend in Waterloo in the large school d- competition. All right. Congratulations, Drew and Davis. That is your Maroon Moment. The Maroon Moment on Iowa Catholic Radio is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, where they obey the rules to live by online at goldenrulephc.com. All right, friends, coming up right after this, we have the author of the new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul. 
when it comes to the Catholic faith, from the everyday Catholic, uh, seeing God's action in our everyday lives. Leanne Tiemann coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on this Thursday, March 12th. And a big thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show, formed in 2001 by Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman. Blessman International is a Christian faith-based mission organization working to meet the needs of impoverished children and families in the South African province of Limpopo. Thank you, BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Your Diocesan Minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, March 12th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Did you know that Catholic Charities served 25,000 people last year? They couldn't have served so many in need without our help through the annual diocesan appeal. Your contribution to your parish's ADA helps ministries that open the door for people to receive God's mercy. Please support the annual diocesan appeal in your parish. Father Ross Parker is taking men considering a vocation to the priesthood on a road trip to check out Conception Seminary in Missouri at the end of this month. If you or a young man you know is thinking about the priesthood, contact Father Ross at 237-5050 to be a part of this trip. That's 237-5050. Deacon Tony Valdez and his wife Eileen are kicking off a 12-week process called the Catholic's Divorce Survival Guide. This is an opportunity to find comfort and counsel consistent with Catholic teachings. You can get more information at catholicsdivorce.com or by contacting Deacon Tony Valdez at 979-2301. That's 979-2301. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Lee and Eddie in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscapes. Extend your living space outdoors with patios, pergolas, fencing, and retaining walls. Outdoor lighting is another way to enjoy your landscaping day and night. Five Sons Naturescapes will spend the time to understand your needs and create your perfect outdoor space. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know when you support Iowa Catholic Radio, you can make your donation go farther by asking your employer about matching gifts. Ask your employer about matching gifts, and thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks to Golden Rule. Plumbing, heating, and cooling for underwriting the show. 100% satisfaction guarantee serving Des Moines and the surrounding areas for more than two decades now. Golden Rule has a firm belief that the customer always comes first, no matter what. Plumbing, heating, air conditioning services. Expect high quality workmanship and professionals. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Let's go to our last guest of the day. She's the author of the new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Seeing God's Action in Our Lives. Leanne Tiemann joins me. Hello, Leanne. Good morning. 
Well, thank you for coming on. Chicken Soup for the Soul, huh? These are kind of fun books. I remember seeing these all growing up. But you've really kind of compiled together different people's experiences with our Lord. That I have. I had the privilege to initially write Chicken Soup for the Soul, Living Catholic Faith. And I put a call out to all my Catholic people and collected 2,000 stories. Really incredible. From that, I wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, Living Catholic Faith, and then Chicken Soup for the Soul, A Book of Miracles, and then Chicken Soup for the Soul, um, Answered Prayers. And then just recently, the most exciting thing is Sophia um, Institute Press has made a a series of four books with a compilation of stories from all three of of those Chicken Soup books. And so the one um, we're most excited about is seeing God's action in our lives every day and it has a hundred stories of just that (laughs) out of thousands of stories that you've heard of people experiencing our lord what is the one that sticks out to you the most oh gosh well that's really um (laughs) that's that's amazing you only get one pardon me you only get one i only get one um well it's my story i say with the great humility but um mostly due to our, our wonderful God. Um, at the end of the Vietnam War, I was uh, caught up in Operation Baby Lift, and I had agreed to go to Vietnam and bring six babies back to their pre-assigned adoptive homes. But when I got there, President Ford had okayed Operation Baby Lift, and instead of helping out to bring six, I was told, you'll help bring out 300. And indeed, um, on the fifth day I was there, we loaded <laughs> babies into open cardboard boxes, strapped them in the Belly of a C-141 cargo jet and came to the United States. But in the midst of this, here's the miracle. We had applied for adoption of a son through this organization that we expected in three years. And I was told on the third day I was there, I would be assigned one of those. And I walked into a room of 100 babies. And a nine-month-old boy took one look at me, crawled across the room, into my arms, my heart, and my family. God had sent me to Vietnam for him my little boy, to choose me. Hmm. That's a beautiful story. My that goodness. it is. And, and, and do you share that in your books? I do. Hmm, that's awesome. Yes. Uh, you, 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 I see here some people had conversions um, from different faiths, one religion to another. A, a Buddhist that you talk about began reciting Hail Marys on their 108-stranded uh, Buddhist beads for her dying father beside and transformed when she received a glimmering rosary from beyond the grave. That's an interesting one. <laughs> that really is. There are so many stories like that in the book of people of different faiths, some even rather negative toward the Catholic faith. But it was amazing when they started even reading these books. Um, the, someone gave them and said, just have to read these great true stories about our God. And as they did so, they, I get emails and, and letters from people that tell me that it drew them to the Catholic faith, this book. And the one that I hear even the most is some of those Catholics that are less engaged in their faith. When they read this book, they are re-engaged with great fervor and thanksgiving. And, and the cradle Catholics, such as me, <laughs> and many of your listeners, they, they love the story just because it reaffirms what they've known all along, and they're just thrilled that now the rest of the world gets to see these wonderful divine stories. 
I might be putting you on the spot here with some of these stories because I'm just kind of reading them as they go. But uh, if you don't remember them all, that's okay. But I, I see here the accident. Blair, an exhausted, overworked hospital resident who orders the wrong test on a patient who happens to be a Catholic priest and whose encounter with him afterward is both startling and everlasting. What happened? That was an amazing story I, that he had no idea the man was a priest at the time. But had he not ordered the wrong test and had an interaction with this man because of the air or he would have missed a wonderful faith-filled opportunity. So it was one of those, again, it's one of those divine appointments. Um, I don't believe in coincidences, but there are hundreds and hundreds of stories of those divine coincidences of God showing up in our lives. I mean, this is really incredible. Just on down the line, story after story of people. And, and, you know, I think the main reason it sounds to me like you did this is just to help people understand faith in the end is the only thing that matters. We have to have faith. That's, it's, it all depends on that. It, everything yeah. depends on that, no matter, no matter your, your day or your circumstances. And, and some people say it's easy to have faith in the hard times, but in, in the easy times, but it's harder to have faith sometimes in the difficult times. And there are so many stories like that. Of Honestly, there are stories of absolute miracles of healing. Someone took mm. a um, Padre Pio holy card and put it on a wound and wrapped the dressing around it, and it healed. I mean, they're just, and there's stories of apparitions, and then there's stories of just, divine coincidences of a man who lost his wallet one day raking the yard and he had 30, 20 bags of leaves and sticks all ready for the garbage and he realized he'd lost his wallet. And here comes the garbage truck down the road and he opens up just the right one of those 20 bags because his wallet is sitting on top. Um, all those little things too, tremendous, miraculous things. Where do you find these stories? Well, originally we just did call out. I speak. I'm a professional speaker, and I speak a lot to um, Catholic audiences and a lot to healthcare audiences. I'm a nurse. My whole life purpose now is to remind people to care for their minds, bodies, and spirits every day. So I get away with telling secular audiences, even all over the world, to pray, which is pretty lucky. Mm. <laughs> and the, here's a wonderful thing, and I'm not answering your question yet, but after I speak, people come up to me and whisper, um, "You're Catholic, aren't you?" And I just love it because I often don't say that in my presentation to the secular audiences, but I love it when they when they pick that up. What the you say is pray your rosary and go to mass. You know that exactly. might be the hit to <laughs> yeah. give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but how, do you, how do you compile where, them? Pardon me. Chicken Soup has a website where um, Chicken Soup for the Soul, where people can go and just uh, uh, type it in their stories or cut and paste their story into that. And they Chicken Soup did a call out for Catholic stories, and that's how we got two thousand really is incredible. Chicken soup for the soul, everyday Catholicism, seeing God's action in our lives. And friends, this is, this is not something that uh, you can take and pick up and think, well, this is just for them or, you know, they're the holy ones. Uh, but God is working in your life too. And, and you know what? God has a plan for your life. He's got a story written on your heart and uh, he just wants you to give permission to that story to allow to unleash it into the world today. Leanne Tiemann, you're unleashing a lot of those stories to help strengthen people's faith and help people find faith faith in a broken and hurting world seeing god's action in our lives leanne teeman you got a website leanne we do it's just leanne teeman.com l-e-a-n-n-t-h-i-e-m-a-n.com leanne teeman t-h-i-e-m-a-n.com thanks leanne god bless you he certainly does over and over thank you yes he does well i like that response right there
I'm going to have to use that response. He certainly does over and over. I appreciate that. Well, thanks for tuning in today, friends. Yes, I'll be coming back here in just the next couple hours. Uh, Friends, I want to just ask you to continue to pray for everything that's going on right now in our country, the coronavirus. Pray for those around the world that are affected by it, those that are struggling right now, those who are sick and their families. We ask ask God to to be with us during this time, and, and we can't forget the most powerful thing is not hand sanitizer. Use it and use it often. Wash your hands, wash your hands often. But the most powerful thing at our disposal is prayer. And that's what God is asking for. He's asking for our hearts. So let's turn to him now and let's ask him to be able to heal us and to bring us his peace. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us and to bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Thanks for your prayers, everyone. I am John Linetti. Talk to you tomorrow. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.